Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a good business plan. Spend a couple (laughs) billion dollars on a spaceship. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. What's going on, Dusty? Hey there. How are you doing today? I'm good. Good. Did you have a nice weekend? I did. We went to a Halloween party that's known as Mullerween. We went to a Halloween party up in uh, New Jersey. We go every year. Yep. It's always a great time. And there's a special part that's pretty nerdy where when daylight savings time changes, we play Back in Time, that 80s song, and we also do the time warp from Rocky Horror Picture Show. We saw our friend's Becca and Mike and their little boy, Luke. And we also got to see my best friend, Raina, and her little boy. Lots of babies. Lots of babies this weekend. It was pretty lovely. We have no new reviews on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. It helps our show a lot if you can take a couple seconds to write a new five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts. You know what else would help a lot, Shannon? What? Is if our listeners told one other person about our podcast that hasn't heard of it before. Just a good old word of mouth advertisement would be wonderful. Yep. And then maybe we'll get some new listeners who will then write new five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts or however they listen. Totally. You can also reach out to us on Twitter. I'm at Dusty Terrell. And I'm at Shannon Ray Green. And we'd love to get an email from you at I Tell My Husband News at USAToday.com. That's right. This baby gets $11,000 because her parents named her after Colonel Sanders. Is it too late for my parents to get that deal? <laughs> yep. Oh, no. This was written by my colleague Kirby Adams at the Louisville Courier-Journal, which is part of the U.S. Today Network. That baby's going to need that money because of all the therapy she's going to need <laughs> for all the, the teasing. KFC offered parents college tuition money to name their kid after Colonel Sanders, and someone actually did it. I don't think $11,000 will get you very far with college tuition. Maybe community college tuition or... (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I guess if you take that $11,000 and invest it, by the time that baby is old enough to go to college, maybe it'll be enough. (laughs) 
We were half expecting a small white suit, tiny bow tie, and miniature black-rimmed glasses. But to be honest, the baby who won the Harlan Sanders naming contest looks super cute in her satin hair bow and floral dress. Yep, this baby Harland is a girl. Let's back it up and see how we got here. KFC had a problem. The name of their founder isn't popular these days and is sort of dying out. In fact, the last time Harlan cracked the top 1,000 names for American baby boys was about 70 years ago. According to BabyCenter.com, it dropped to 5,477 in 2018. In an attempt to boost the sagging popularity of the name, Kentucky Fried Chicken offered a challenge in August. Be the first family to have a child on the colonel's birthday, September 9th, the name that baby Harland, and receive $11,000 toward college tuition. September 9th, (laughs) Colonel Sanders' birthday. Everybody knows. (laughs) Where does the very specific winning price amount come from? Well, it's related to the 11 herbs and spices used in the Colonel's world-famous chicken recipe. Now we know that at least one family took the bait. Harland Rose, who weighed in at 8 pounds and 1 ounce, won the prize. I bet that family wishes there was a million herbs and spices. (laughs) Yep. Indeed. For the record, her parents planned to call her Harley. So sweet. I'll be honest with you, Shannon. I did not know what Colonel Sanders' first name was. And furthermore, I was not aware that anyone ever had ever been named Harland. (laughs) Nope, that's not a name. So KFC tweeted out, I'm as pleased as pumpkin punch to announce the winner of our baby Harland naming contest and the Harland who will be ushering in an all-new generation of Harlands, little Harland Rose. And it says, introducing Harland Rose, September 9th, 2018, eight pounds, one ounce. And it says, welcome to the world, little one, yours and chicken, Colonel Harland Sanders. At least they didn't have to name her Harlan Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Or I, when you started the story, I thought they just had to name her Colonel Sanders. And her first name would be Colonel? Well, her first name would be Colonel Sanders, I just thought. I think it's a really big responsibility to name your child. So I feel like there's something kind of nice about, well, if we name her this name, then we get some money for her college tuition. That's something. $11,000 you didn't have before. We're not currently expecting, but we'd be willing to accept $11,000 for the naming rights of our firstborn. So if anybody's got any ideas that they want to uh, throw out at us and then pay us $11,000, we'll probably we'll probably do it. Especially if it's <laughs> something like Duty Head or something like no. that. No. <laughs> well, they're paying good money, Shannon. They get to pick whatever it is. Why does it have to be something ridiculous? <laughs> Because why would anybody pay that much money unless it was something ridiculous? Are there a bunch of suckers who were born on the 9th that are now named Harlan <laughs> and didn't get any money? <laughs> because they weren't the first. Yeah, they just like, they were laid <laughs> like, on the what? boat and they're just like, no, now we're stuck with it. <laughs> Sue's to auction moon rocks for up to $1 million. This was written by my colleague Brett Molina, who hosts the Mothership podcast about geeky pop culture. It's crazy that they're worth that much. I mean, basically, that's all they got up there on that moon is rocks. (laughs) It's just rocks. You and I just need to figure out a way to get up there. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Harvest a bunch of them, bring them back down here, and then uh, we we could just be millionaires. Oh, dusty. Do you think that's what uh, Elon Musk's plan is? That's why he's been doing the whole SpaceX thing? <laughs> he just just wants to get a bunch of rocks and sell them. I don't really think Elon Musk needs much money. It's a good business plan. Spend a couple <laughs> billion dollars on a spaceship. <laughs> get up there. Collect a few rocks. Come down. Sell them for a million dollars a pop. Boom. Business. Boom. No profit. Oh, no. <laughs> Just depends on how many rocks you pick up. You just have to get a million of them. That's right. But then by doing that, you would also bring down the value of these rocks, <laughs> yeah, too. They're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Soothbees will sell the only known samples of the moon in private hands during an auction next month, the auction house said. The moon rocks encased in glass were brought to Earth during the 1970 Soviet Luna 16 mission. That's according to Soothbees. The former USSR presented the samples as a gift to the widow of Sergei Pavlovich Korolev, the former director of the Soviet space program. Korolev helmed the Soviet space program as it achieved important milestones in space exploration, including the launch of the first artificial satellite in Sputnik and the flight of the first man in space. The moon rocks will go to auction November 29th at an estimated price between $700,000 and $1 million. This will be the second time these samples go on sale to a private individual, the house noted. The same moon rocks were previously sold by Soothbees in 1993. Other lunar samples exist but remain with the countries that collected them, including the United States and Russia. Of course, Russia is the country that succeeded the USSR. Soothbees said in a post that published last Tuesday, quote, These samples are subject to laws governing public gifts, and in most cases, as in the United States, the law does not currently allow for public gifts to be transferred to an individual. As such, this is the only known documented lunar sample to have been gifted to a private individual, unquote. The auction of the moon rocks is part of a larger space exploration sale hosted by Soothbees, which also includes a NASA Gemini spacesuit and a Soviet LK-3 lunar lander model. You think those moon rocks give you special powers? <laughs> no, I don't. How, do you, how can you know? Maybe, maybe they let you read minds or uh, give you the gift of flight or something. You know how I know? How's that? No human has special powers. <laughs> That's how I know. Well, then why are people paying a million dollars for them? Follow-up question. Do you think I could convince someone that the rocks from my backyard are from the moon? And could I get a million dollars for those? Nope, 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 nope. This is the second story in like the last month that we've covered about, uh, about rocks. rocks. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to become... Pigeonholed as that rocks podcast, Shannon. I, <laughs> I just don't know if that's such a good idea. We're going to start getting a lot of reviews that say, like, really great podcast, but too much rocks news. <laughs> we do a lot about science, and rocks are part of science, Dusty. I don't know what to tell you. We have a lot of news about money, too. I think you choose those because you know how sad it makes me <laughs> yeah. to not be involved in making that money. Yep. And I like seeing your crushed soul. <laughs> it's just funny because you're just like, why can't I have that? Because I've not accomplished anything worthwhile. He didn't work for it. You always work for money. That's how money works. And yeah. so that's why you work. 
to get money. I'm just going to start using some of our savings to build a little rocket ship in our garage. That way I can get up there to that moon. Or as I call it, that gold mine in space. <laughs> Not real gold. Uh, I wish you wouldn't because I value your life. So I don't want you going up to the moon without talking to NASA about it. Or if I get up there and uh, I find like a, a diamond mine that gives you diamonds <laughs> that also give you special powers. We don't, <laughs> we don't know what's up there. To be anything. Dusty. Scientists have been up there. Yeah, but, I mean, they've not covered every inch of the moon. Why would there be a diamond mine? There are probably diamond mines on Earth we don't know about yet. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You can't excavate an entire moon in one little quick trip. I don't think you know what it takes to get to the moon. Uh, How hard could it be? (laughs) They did it in the 60s. It's been... (laughs) It's been 50 years. The technology's Uh, gotten better, I think. Yeah, but... It's technology you don't have access to, love. You know what uh, I have that the astronauts in the 60s didn't have? What? Smartphone. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they probably had a whole room full of computers that couldn't do what my smartphone could do. You're right. So why can't I uh, accomplish this task is what I mm. ask you. That's what people like me and Elon Musk ask you, Shannon. Why can't we go to the moon? You can't stop us. I think... Uh... Elon has made a lot more strides. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me you. that Elon Musk is closer to getting to the moon than I am? How dare you? A thousand percent. Sure, he's got a little bit of a head start on me, but <laughs> I think I could catch up. You know, you have high hopes. I kind of just want to start digging a hole in our backyard, just see. If there's know. any diamonds that give yeah, you special maybe powers. <laughs> maybe I get down there far enough and I'll find some diamonds. You know what that's going to take? A lot of effort. Hard labor. All right, I'm out. <laughs> I knew that's where you <laughs> want to no be out. No longer interested. What about um, building a rocket? That sounds also sounds like a lot of hard labor yeah. and a lot of math. And I'm not going to do the computing for you. <laughs> no offense, Shannon, but I would not want you to. <laughs> <laughs> you would die so quickly. <laughs> I remember trying to help you through pre-algebra. <laughs> it was not pre-algebra. It was pre-calculus. Oh, oh pre-calculus. It's I, very I, different. I remember trying to help you through pre-calculus. Do you know how much calculus you need to know for those sort of equations? <laughs> More than you know, that's for sure. <laughs> and last today, we've got the lightning fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Giant waves in sky wrecking havoc on our weather. Waves aren't supposed to be up there. (laughs) Get down from there. (laughs) Brady Bunch cast reunites to renovate TV home. Seems like they probably have better things to do than that. (laughs) Like build a rocket ship in their garage or or dig dig. a hole in their backyard. (laughs) To find some diamonds that give you special powers. Yeah. (sighs) The way your head works, Dusty. (laughs) Tupac belongings donated to Temple University. I bet having Tupac's belongings is cooler than some dumb moon rock. (laughs) That sounds nice for you, Temple, but don't worry. I ain't mad at (laughs) you. Eight retailers facing make-or-break holiday season. At Amazon, they're going to get everybody. Why buying a car is getting pricier. 
It's called inflation, Shannon. (laughs) The 25 best gifts for men that they'll actually want. You heard it from me that all 25 are a a new PlayStation. Oh, I thought it was going to be board games coming from you. Yeah, I do want board games. (laughs) Ew, study reveals the germiest parts of a plane. I think it's all parts. All parts. Mouse wine served up at Disgusting Food Museum. I I didn't even want to know what that is. (laughs) Now showing on Southwest, free movies. It's about time, Southwest. (laughs) This cleaning product removed decade-old stains from my cookware. Just get new cookware. (laughs) Here's how to reuse leftover Halloween candy. Reuse it? (laughs) I don't don't think I want to reuse candy at all. You just want to normal use it? Yeah, normal use it sounds like the way to use candy. eating it? Yeah. (laughs) Reusing it makes it sound like somebody's already eaten it. (laughs) A new emoji called woozy face is confusing. I think all the emojis are confusing. (laughs) You never really know what they mean. No. Largest birds ever were nocturnal and maybe blind. You're just talking about bats. (laughs) They're not the largest birds ever. <laughs> I hope they're not the largest birds ever. <laughs> NASA Greenlight's plan to send one probe to seven different asteroids. A probe really gets around. Hubble spots cosmic bat shadow in stellar nursery. It seems like not all those words belong together. <laughs> NASA thinks we may be able to use the soil on Mars as rocket fuel. Whoa. I told you, Shannon. <laughs> you, can't, you, sure? you don't know what's up there. <laughs> Dusty thinks that you're going to be able to find diamonds that give you powers on Mars. <laughs> Next week on I Tell My Husband the News. Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. <laughs> I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.